What? A fire? <laughs> no. Just trying to open a package of socks. Come on in. It's sleep or don't. Hey, Mr. Vanilla's back. You're back. We're back here together. It's sleep or don't. And I'm here for your pre-sleep podcast. This is the podcast where you get ready for bed. You got to get into the habit of doing everything right. Are you really committed to sleep? It doesn't take much. You shouldn't be thinking, oh, it's 11.45, I need to be asleep by 11.55. Now it's time to get serious. You need to figure out what time you're going to sleep and back out from there at least an hour, probably two hours. And that doesn't mean you have to stop doing everything you want to do. There's a lot going on. Maybe you got to put kids to bed. Maybe you have to give the dog a bath. Who knows? But you need to start removing stimulants as early as possible. So, maybe cut out the late, late afternoon, early evening coffee, energy drink, whatever. Don't save work until right before bed. You turn on that work brain, it's not going to help. It's not going to get you to sleep. Brush your teeth. Floss. It's a good habit. Do that as early as possible. Don't get back out of bed to do some of this stuff. What are you anxious about? What makes you sad? What makes you feel that feeling that keeps you awake? Go look in the mirror. Pick one of them. Heaven knows you probably got a dozen. I got a dozen. Look in the mirror and say, I forgot Lisa's name at work today and it was really embarrassing and I'm going to just fret about it all night. No, I'm not. I can't control it. Whatever it is, you can't control it. You can't change it right now. Right now you have to sleep. Let it go. Be thankful for something. Pick something small, pick something big. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I had another great day of wearing a great pair of socks. I'm grateful for socks. Good pair of socks goes a long way. In this episode, I want to tell you two things. Number one, by the end of this podcast, if you're really, truly committed to getting ready for bed, what should you be thinking about? The answer is nothing. Your mind should be clear. Whether you left it all on the, on the field <laughs> or not, the day is over. If you, if you feel like you can do more, Write it down and read it in the morning. 
but just just let go. That's what it is. And you're not letting go forever. Write down all the things you want to grab in the morning, all the things you want to reach out and hold on to. But do it in the morning. We're good. You and me, we're just going to chill for the rest of the night. Now, I need to tell you a story about the greatest birthday party ever. Now, what kind of sleep content is a birthday party story? I don't know. It's our kind. This is a pre-sleep podcast, not a sleep podcast. I want you to feel good. I want you to remember that you're great because you're you. And even if you stepped on 10 worms on the way into your house tonight, I still like you. So let's talk about the greatest birthday party ever. The greatest birthday party ever. I think I, think I was turning nine. It wasn't my birthday party. My buddy Rex who happens to have a birthday on February 14th. Hope nobody steals his identity. I'm trying to keep it as obscure as possible. My buddy Rex, his parents were pretty cool. I didn't know him that well, but I think I made it in by the skin of my teeth into the cool kid birthday party. And I think that was the last year I made it in on the cool kid birthday party. Fifth grade, maybe. That can't be eight or nine. Did I say nine? That's going to be 10 or 11. It doesn't matter, you guys. Probably 10. Let's say it's 10. And, you know, this is the late 80s, early 90s. There was something that was cooler than a minivan, and that was a super minivan. If you remember when minivans came out, it was like, it was kind of confusing because minivans could carry as many people as the full-size vans. Yet, they were mini. They were smaller. I don't know how much smaller Rex had one of those super minivans. You know, it had the ground effects and it had kind of like a visor thing and it had cool stripes. Our minivan, the GMC Safari, uh, the GMC Safari was, mm, it was the stripped down basic minivan. Rex's minivan was amazing. Rex's minivan could, they, it, behind the driver and passenger seats, you could lay all of the seats down flat so it was a bed. So you could camp in it, but that's not what we did. What we did was drive 30 miles north to the nearest pizza place. Yeah, at the time, Big Mama's wasn't running. Uh, Big Mama's kind of came and went in those days. 
there weren't many restaurants in my county, but if we went 30 miles north, we could go to a Pizza Hut. We went to Pizza Hut and a movie. I don't remember what the movie was, but it seems like it was of the Sylvester Stallone variety. Not the boxing, but the action. And... Yeah, we went to Pizza Hut. Yeah, we went to the movies. Yes, it was amazing. Because that's not that was not a regular Friday night for me. That was a very irregular Friday night for me. The only time I ever got to go to Pizza Hut was when, at the end of the year, I had performed adequately on the Book It contest. It wasn't really a contest, but it seems like they called it a contest. Book It was a program to try to get kids to read, and you got a personal pan pizza for free if you read. I think you had to read six books and get them signed off on, and, and boy, did that get me reading because there was nothing greater than a personal pan pizza. Pizza Hut was the only was the only real pizza that I knew, and it was delicious. And you would sit and wait what felt like two hours for your pizza to come out. And when they finally came out, your mouth was just burning because you'd been playing with those pepper flakes and having contests to see who could eat the most. And also thinking, maybe this will stave off some of the starvation. Yeah, Pizza Hut was pretty rad. We loved it. Let me tell you what was the coolest about this birthday party, though. We reclined all of the seats, and then Rex, he put up two basketball hoops in that van. I don't know how he mounted them. I think it was just a mini, a mini basketball hoop with a sticky thing, and, and he peeled off the stick and stuck it to something. So we had a full-court basketball arena in the back of his minivan. And I think there were six of us back there. I mean, at least five of us. I'm, I'm just thinking through the, the fellas that were there. We had a little orange mini basketball. And I mean, you weren't dribbling. All you were doing was diving around, trying to get a dunk and then trying to slap the ball away. And yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure the only baskets that w went in were dunks. And, uh, you know, we're just flying through the night, freezing cold, frigid February air, and just dunking on each other. <sighs> if you're 10 and your birthday party includes a mobile full-court basketball arena the world's finest pizza from Pizza Hut and an action movie that's it that is it that is that is maximum enjoyment that is maximum fulfillment 
I think about that birthday party at least once a year. And maybe, you know, we're coming up on February. Maybe if I paid attention, it would be about the time that the birthday party happened on, on its on its birthday on the every year on or around the birthday uh, I'm experiencing and reliving the joy of that pretty great uh, like I said pretty great and I think about it a lot it's nice to to think back about something something that was special to you something that was a first time first time in a mobile basketball arena um definitely the first time having pizza Hut pizza at a birthday party something so magical about being 10 years old and having new experiences and and doing stuff a little bit with friends and not just family and and you know experimenting with the idea of, of being a grown-up. 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there, there are a couple of times where you fool yourself into thinking, there's not a big difference between me and an adult. <laughs> a young adult, but, but an adult. Okay. Hope, I hope you can think of a great birthday party that you attended or some magical pizza event. But let's talk about thinking about nothing. Because that's where you have to end up. And let me tell you that if you've been wandering around the house lighting things on fire by saying, oh my gosh, I didn't get laundry done. Let me fold some clothes. I'll quick and fold the things that need to get folded and then I'll stop doing that. Oh my gosh, I forgot to start the dishwasher. Run back downstairs. Run back upstairs. Oh my gosh, did I lock the doors? Run back downstairs. Of course you locked the doors. You have never forgotten to lock the doors. Oh my gosh, let me check a few emails. Hey, let me scroll scroll through Twitter. Let me let me go through t TikTok. Fire, 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 fire. You're going around lighting fires. So, okay. You do you really think that you're going to accomplish thinking about nothing if you if you've got the whole place on fire? Just imagine that. You got the whole place on fire, and then you just turn your back to it. You can feel the warmth of the flames. You can smell the smoke. You can hear the flickering of the fire. Are you sleepy? <laughs> no, you're not sleepy. You need to be wandering around, taking your clothes off figuratively. Or and and literally, if 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 you want to sleep in next to nothing or nothing, that's great. But 
figuratively, you need to be walking around just taking burdens off and just saying, I'm going to set my work burdens in my work briefcase. Does anybody still have a briefcase? Put your work burdens in there. Take your family burdens. Stuff them in a shoe. Take your personal self-worth problems, whatever they may be, stuff them in the garbage. Drop everything. That's what you need to do. You know what it feels like. You know what it feels like to let go. You've been on vacation before. You've had a few good nights of sleep before. Maybe you've had hundreds or thousands of good nights of sleep before. You can achieve that virtually every night, but you can't achieve that if you don't plan on putting in your pre-sleep routine. So here, let me, just, let me just tell you how this should work. I'm going to give you a great example. I used to fly to Florida a lot for work, and sometimes I would fly five hours to Florida or seven hours to Florida because of a layover, a layover, and I would be doing work on the plane all the way there. I'd land at midnight, I'd rent a car, I'd drive to the place I needed to sleep, I'd get there by one, And then I would pace the floor for two and a half hours, roll around for another hour and get to sleep at 4.30 or 5 in the morning. Now, I couldn't control the fact that I was landing at midnight and that I had to drive an hour. Those are fixed. In hindsight, I should have taken the earlier flight, but there were a lot of reasons that I chose to take that later flight. But... Shouldn't have worked on the plane all the way until landing. I should have said, this last hour and a half, I'm going to watch a movie that makes me laugh. I'm going to watch a movie that makes me feel something other than stress. And then when I land, I'm going to have a great book on tape, something entertaining. I'm going to have a good podcast. Who knows? Maybe it's sleep or don't. I'm going to have something in place and I'm going to do the best that I can to lay the groundwork that I need to. Yes, I have to drive for 45 minutes or an hour. I have to stay awake. But maybe I should try sunflower seeds and water instead of Mountain Dew and Starburst, right? You need that stimulant to burn off as soon as possible. You need to get you there safe. Then you get into the hotel room. Do you throw your clothes off and flop into bed? Maybe if you think you're actually going to fall asleep. But maybe the thing to do is to take five minutes and say, what does tomorrow look like? Lay my clothes out put the objects that I need to, to go into the meeting with next to those clothes, make sure that's set. Don't think about, you should already have everything done work-wise. If you're going to lay your laptop on top of your shoes so you don't forget it, great. 
you're not going to forget your laptop. You got everything in place? Now sit down on the bed. Turn on the TV, but don't surf the channels. Open up your phone, but don't get on TikTok. Find something on Netflix or YouTube that is long form, that is not going to stimulate you. Unstimulate yourself. I don't know. Once you've got all that going, ease into bed. Ease into bed, but make sure you've started to let go. Make sure you've dropped off your cares somewhere temporarily. You have to pick up those cares. It's all temporary. But I think, I think for me, a lot of times, the thing I forget is it's temporary. So I can let go. You got a great idea? Write it down. Keep a piece of paper and a pen next to your bed. You, you, you remember something you've got to do? Keep it there. Plan for success. All right. We're winding down here. And I don't want to wind down with that. I've already told you the greatest birthday ever. But I'm just going to tell you about this great Pizza Hut. This Pizza Hut was in the big city that was 30 miles north. I don't know. Maybe 15,000 people in that big city. Maybe not quite that many. Big enough to support a Walmart. Big enough to have two or three movie theaters from time to time. And big enough to have a Pizza Hut. Oh, that Pizza Hut with that orange tile floor. With the sticky tables that always wobbled with the red cups that either said Pepsi or Coca-Cola, but enough of the white lettering had worn off that he didn't know anymore. Those chunky plates for the buffet. Only the old people got the buffet. A little bit of stained glass on the windows, the the hut-shaped roof with the red tile, bright red tile. The just poopy brown brick. The low-hanging lights that were very warm and inviting. The employees in the Pizza Hut attire. The soda fountain in the corner that was behind the counter because this was before the days of free refills. The unkempt bathrooms. Every table had a Parmesan cheese shaker and a pepper flake shaker.
from time to time there were two arcades in the corner. And somehow you always forgot to bring quarters. You'd beg your mom for a couple of quarters until you got older and realized that your mom's never going to give you quarters and you just have to remember to bring your own. And then later realizing that you just don't have the wherewithal to remember the quarters because when you leave your house, you're way too excited about the pizza and you forget about the long wait time. Oh, that tongue-burning, lava-hot pizza sauce on your pizza. The pepperoni, the sausage, the corn flake. Corn flake? The cornmeal flakes under the, under the pizza on the pizza box. Not having any idea what the cornmeal has to do with pizza. That's a great memory. And that's the kind of nothing that makes for great sleep.